I'm Simone Paget, and welcome to We're Never Doing This Again, a podcast about sex, dating, and all of those weird and wonderful messy experiences that we have no desire to repeat. I'm so excited for today's guest. I'm here with Mel Z. She is the designer behind Sorry I Brought It Up, a line of clothing and cards for weirdos, and the co-host of the podcast, Obsess Much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Clothing and cards for weirdos. I love that. That's funny. I do too. (laughs) You have this like great tote bag that says, fuck incels not literally. <laughs> I, I know. I like that one. Thank you. I, but I've like, I've had so many people say, what is that? What is that? How do you pronounce this? What is this? And I'm like, you've never heard of an incel before, but like, I guess it's not like very common knowledge, which is strange. Oh, yeah. That's weird because I feel like if they'd landed on your page, they probably would have heard of incels. I don't know. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, that's like the algorithm showing them my page for sure. I'm so glad you were able to come on because just a background information. My sister is actually your neighbor. Yeah. And she sent me one of your TikTok videos where you were talking about dating in Vancouver. And I was laughing out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I'd been collecting like for the last couple of years, just like terrible, just screenshots of terrible dating profiles, like of people who I actually met though, not just like random ones. And I thought, oh my God, I should put this together. And then I did. And it got like so many views, like it had like 75,000 views or something. And so many people commenting, like, just like real, it was like such a nice conversation to have with people like, oh my God, just how terrible it is out there. And like, you know, I I hadn't really talked to many people about how rough it is. Yeah. And so just like having those conversations with people and them telling me their experiences and everything was so fun. But then TikTok like removed it for um, bullying, (laughs) bullying (laughs) and hate speech. Hate speech. I know. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So they removed it. And I was like, oh my God, just like devastated because it was like, it's fun when your video gets a lot of views and then also just like the conversations that were happening. Right. So I feel like it was shut down. This is my theory that was shut down because men maybe whose faces were in the video, even though I did try to obscure them, like I would like, I like covered their eyes, but maybe I didn't cover enough. And so maybe some of the men, cause they're all Vancouver men, like maybe some of them saw it and complained or maybe is just like men in general where they're like yes yeah like fuck this bitch for calling us out yeah a hundred percent that's that's what i was thinking like i immediately when it got shut down i was like men are responsible for this (laughs) yeah yeah totally they have like hurt feelings so they're like gotta shut it down it's wild how upset they get when you talk at all about how shitty their men's profiles are like yeah you know just like any kind of any kind of criticism of men I feel like they just like lose their minds and all of a sudden they're like all on the same page like yeah regardless of like their political you know standing or anything they're just like they're all together 
<laughs> against you. <laughs> it's a great it's a great way to bring people together. <laughs> yeah, and then they wonder like why women don't want to sleep with them or date them. No. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I it's like I feel like they just like live in an alternate universe where they like can't step outside of themselves. Like they can't have empathy at all. Like, and it's just like, because I guess like they're running the world and like they rarely hit up against criticism or if they do, they have that army of men behind them. (laughs) So, you know, it's really strange. Like there's so few men that will actually listen to like, here's why this is wrong. Like, here's why this is bad. Yeah. And also they weren't doing those things then it's like, I'm not talking about you, but obviously yeah. like something about that like triggers them. And then they're like, she's talking like right to me. Yeah, I know. Like, is it like just narcissism that it's like they take everything extremely personally? You know, like it's like yeah. when people crit- when people like criticize white people or something like, yeah, that's true. And, and I'm not yeah. like taking it personally, like, how dare you, you know, like. I just think it's so weird to like hear so many complaints from people, especially like on TikTok and everything where you you can hear just normal, Mm -hmm. regular people talking all the time, giving their, you know, perspective on things. How can you not, how does that not make you think or like look internally at all, you know? Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's like this weird sort of lack of self-awareness. Yeah. Or like willing to acknowledge nuance in anything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a cesspool. It's yeah. a cesspool out there. <laughs> it's like not encouraging. No. And, and like, I don't really spend a lot of time on dating apps anymore. But like when I was on there all the time, like I have this folder on my phone called, this is why I'm single. <laughs> it was back when like Tinder, like people weren't really writing a whole lot in their profiles. So mm-hmm. There's like no picture of the man. It's just like a picture of a lighthouse. (laughs) I was like, what is this? (laughs) Oh my God. It's like shocking to me what they put in their profiles. Like, and I know this is like, it's a stereotype now. The picture of the man with the fish. Yeah. I'm I'm always shocked when like men haven't heard that yet. And they're like, hmm, like looking through their phone. Like what picture? Oh, this fish picture. I'm going to put this. I just made a TikTok that was like, I was partially joking, but like partially not. It was a big list of all the like things that are like absolute deal breakers for me on, on dating profiles. And it was like, like if you part your hair in the middle, if you like, whatever, like just random things that I actually am like, I don't know. But one of the things was when they pose post pictures of themselves where they look miserable yeah and I feel like there's so many of those where they're like me looking mean you know like a mean mug sort of face yeah and it's like are they trying to be tough or are they trying to like because I don't really want to hang with somebody who's a fucking miserable asshole you know yeah 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 there's like this sort of like I must be stoic but then it or it's either that or they literally are that sad and that's like really disturbing yeah I know I'm not really on dating apps anymore either. Like I took like a big long break. And since then I'm I'm realizing like how much better off I am just being single. Like I feel like I, when I was on them, I put so much effort into like what I posted and like 
specifically making sure that I actually look like those photos and yeah. like, right. And then, you know, writing things and editing them and like, you know, updating them all the time and yeah. like really trying to give an actual solid representation of who I am as a person. And then you see these other people and they're just like, change my mind about pineapple on pizza. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. Like you put no effort into this. Like, I feel like actually, you know what? One time, like years ago, I, I'm like, a, I'm a writer. That's what I do for yeah. a lot of my work. Yeah. And so are you. And yeah. I applied for this job that was writing dating profiles for men, but also running their accounts. Oh my God. Like actually chatting with people. And like, I was so like offended by the job, but at the same time kind of wanted to do it because it was funny. Yeah. And like, can you imagine like that that's a thing? So it's like, not only are you like, oh God, all these duds on here, but like maybe you're not actually even talking to them. You're talking to somebody who yeah. is being paid to, to write as them. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. I actually had someone on the podcast. The episode hasn't come out yet, but she wrote a book about like the business of online dating. And there's actually like, she spoke to people like really high up at, you know, like the match.com corporation or, or whatever. Wow. And they actually have, some of the profiles are total plants. Like they're not, oh. like they actually have people on the apps that aren't real people. They're just bots. But like but for what, like for what purpose? It's to like make men think that there's like hotter women available or, like a really hot guy but like you message him and maybe you like, go back and forth a bit or message her but it never turns into anything because they're not actually a real person they're just a robot and wow, it's still, but like, then they think okay that person was interested in me so then yeah and then they think oh well if i found that person maybe there's other like, hot people and it's sort of to keep right. the keep them on the app like yeah exactly like oh my god I'm always suspicious when I see photos that are like a little too slick but yeah and also your old job sounds totally wild <laughs> I know I didn't get the job because I think like I made some like jokes or something and they, they like nobody ever finds my jokes funny so um <laughs> they didn't hire me but one on that note I one time was chatting with this guy who had like <laughs> he had these beautiful photos of himself and I was like oh my god like this guy is like nuts looking in it and like you can't help but be like a little bit like ooh, like yeah I matched with him so stupid and like maybe it like proves what a narcissist I am that I even believed that this man was like in my league or whatever but I was chatting with him and he was telling me like some insane shit, like he's in the CIA or whatever the Canadian CIA is, you know, all these things that were just like, he's a real estate mogul and he's all these things. And then I was like, Oh yeah. Like then I'm picking up on it. Like, okay, this guy is mm. like a catfisher. And so he's, he was like, he freaked out. Cause I, I was like, you're clearly like fake. And he called me out and then he was like, fuck you call this number or whatever. So I called the number and it was a FaceTime mm -hmm. call, right? So I called that and this like older woman picked up and was like on the screen with me. And I was like, hello. And she said, she was like, hello. I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. And then she hung up 
And then I, I texted him. I said, I think your wife just answered the FaceTime. Like he forgot that like if different devices, in, like he's obviously in a different room and like, you know how the iPad can call. He like forgot that that's a thing. And like, even like, what was his plan? Like, because even if he had picked up, like it clearly wouldn't have been him anyway. Right. So it's like, yeah, just like I'm, I'm, the audacity of catfishers is like, uh, it's insane. Yeah. I love how catfishers, like their jobs are always like, I'm a CIA agent and I'm also a part-time model. <laughs> I know. Like you can't come up with anything better than that. Like, and, and like, who's, I, what I really want to know is like, what's the success rate of that? Because there has to be like, it has to wow. work out sometimes. Right. Like where like, you like meet up, you know that you've catfished this person and you're about to meet up with them. And so you ha- there's the moment where you have, they see you for the first time and yeah. like you are okay with like, you know, registering devastation or like fear or whatever on their face and continuing. Yeah. How do you explain yourself? Like what how does that go down? I just really want to know. I've had one attempted catfishing okay. during COVID. I did this thing that was like Zoom speed dating. Oh. Because I was writing a story about it. And in one of the Zoom dates, I met this guy who was like actually pretty cute. And we had like a good back and forth banter. So we exchanged numbers and we started talking. I live on the island. He lives so he said he lived in Vancouver. Okay. And he's like, yeah, I used to live in LA. I used to work in like the movie business. And uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I'm like, well, Vancouver, you know, we have a lot of- It's possible. Yeah. We have a lot of filming that goes on all the time. Same with Victoria. So I'm like, that's not that far off, but it got like- the details about his life got like more and more like elaborate. And before I kind of clued in that, like he basically was like making up his whole life. We, things were going fairly well. We were talking all the time. And I said, you know, why don't we actually meet up? It's been like three weeks of just talking on the phone and it was during COVID. And I said, what's your schedule? Like between like this date and that date. He's like, yeah. So, um, I'm thinking of like going on a international vacation. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I might just go to like Bali for a week or I don't know, Spain for a week. So like I have to, you know, check my budget. He's so specific up until this point and then he's the most vague. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know. This is like peak COVID. I don't know if there's even flights going from Vancouver to Bali. Yeah, and that's very a very strange place to go for like a week during a global pandemic. Yeah, and I told him as much. I was like, "Yeah, I don't think that's a great idea." Like with this whole thing going on. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I guess I'm just more adventurous than you, Simone." Hmm. Like, oh, okay. oh my god i i don't get like what the what the goal is yeah i i never figured out his end goal either like i'm pretty sure in like hindsight that he was probably married as well but he wasn't trying to sleep with me he didn't even want to meet up was he asking you 
Was he asking you for nudes or something? No, no. Like there was nothing uh, sexual or anything. And I think he just wanted like a woman to listen to him. Oh my God. (laughs) Or just like a friend. That's sad. Yeah. I feel bad for that guy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess that's like for like lonely men, like which there are a lot of uh, like, like maybe there isn't really anywhere you can go to like meet people other than like dating apps. Like they, they don't have like bro apps where you can like meet friends, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Don't I don't like, I don't know either where men meet other men. Yeah. Especially ones who don't like already have like a robust social circle. Like if you're more introverted, you're not just going to meet up you know, start talking to someone at the gym or. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. It's very strange. I like as much as I like, I'm so frustrated with men and like kind of hate them generally. <laughs> I don't like to say that because I love so many men too, but like, um, I feel like they're like in trouble. They're yeah. not doing well generally, uh, you know, they're just not doing well. And like they can't figure out how to get out of what's going on you know like that they are being rejected in huge ways and like I don't know like I saw this thing the other day that was like the reason they want to ban TikTok is like not because of any kind of like government security issue it's because women are on there talking about how being single is the best (laughs) 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 which I thought was so funny but like and of course, that's like my whole algorithm. Like, that's all I yeah. see, you know, and like, it's, it is like, I do feel like much more empowered, like seeing other women talking about being single on TikTok, yeah. right? Like, because I just, I, I feel like, like, I'm weird. And I've always been weird. And like, I'm the weird one in my family. And I never wanted to get married or anything. Like, I just thought it was so weird. I'm like, what's the point? Like, why mm-hmm. would you do that? And seeing all these women on TikTok talking about being single and how great it is, is like, I feel like I can 100% do that too. And like being the weird one in my family where that was always so crazy that I didn't want to get married or anything. So I never really had anybody like my friends are a little bit like that, but most of my friends are like partnered and, you know, off doing right, you know, and so it's like, you do kind of feel like a freak. A little bit, yeah. you know, when you want to just be single, you know? Yeah. I think my TikTok algorithm is so messed up at this point. It's like a weird mix of like cooking hacks and <laughs> tiny, tiny organization things from Asian women cleaning their houses and stuff. Yeah. 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 It's like a, kind of a, a mess, but I really like the idea of the rich auntie. Yeah. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's nice to hear people like just talk about how great their lives actually are. Yeah. You know, because I think we have this idea like, I mean, I don't and I'm sure you don't, but lots of people do like have this idea that single and and, like specifically single and childless women are lonely and like old spinsters, like cat ladies and like all this, these weird ideas of like what their lives look like. But it's like, I feel like you know, they, and they've like done studies on like, yeah, the happiest population is single childless women, like, because yeah. we we have so much freedom and like, we have more money. And, you know, we're not as stressed out, probably, hopefully, 
Yeah, like something kind of like a weird sort of switch went off, I think, when I turned. So I'm 42 now, but when I turned 40, 41 and realized that like I probably would not have children and was okay with that. And it's just this like crazy amount of like, oh, my God, I could do I can do anything. And that feels really good because like I'm seeing now like people who are who are my age who have children, there's definitely benefits and like wonderful things about that but yeah it's just like a different way of navigating life absolutely i have two nieces and a nephew and i feel like i love them but i love to give them back yeah you know like like i really want a dog right now because i because of course like in being single you do get lonely right like of course yeah like I'm really, I have really close friends, but they are partnered or they're actively dating and like really wanting to find a partner. Right. So you get lonely. I don't want to like turn my loneliness into like a need for a partner. And so yeah. I'm, I'm wanting like a dog, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I could handle a dog, like the same way that I probably couldn't handle a kid. Like I wish that I had been married and divorced. And then I shared the dog with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the ultimate. I feel like that's that's the best case scenario. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Maybe you could do sort of like a dog share with someone I else. Know. I feel like that doesn't exist, but I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. I don't even trust myself anymore with dating. Like I don't actually be like because of all the choices that I've made in the past. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Like it's weird. It's weird to not trust them, but then also not trust yourself, you know? Yeah. Like I was talking to someone else about this that, like, for me, the idea like of casual dating, like the kind of dating I used to do when I was on the apps is not appealing to me, partly because like a lot of it was like motivated by alcohol consumption. So I was like making choices that like, now when I look back, I'm like, oh, wow, I do not feel good about that choice. Yeah. Now, like I don't, I drink occasionally, but not, not heavily anymore. Mm -hmm. And when I go on apps, I'm no longer like looking for that adventure. I'm just like, all of these people are repulsive to me. (laughs) I know. It's like, it's like a a switch goes off in your brain and you're just like, yeah, you just don't see anybody as appealing anymore. Yeah. And also like I went through a phase too where I didn't really trust myself. I'm like, what if I'm go on a date and I'm I end up making another bad choice, even though like I know like I'm not in the same place that I was like five years ago. Like it's just kind of it's weird. Yeah. Oh, I feel exactly the same way. Like I just I've been on so many bad dates. It's weird for me because I was with somebody for four years. And yeah. And then in 2020, like right when COVID hit, he died and he was only 33 and which is crazy. I have like a heart thing that we didn't know about. I'm so sorry. That is awful. Thank you. Yeah. It was so crazy. I don't even know how the hell I got through that, but to like be dating after that, like dating after death is so weird. And like, It's like, it's like this whole other layer of like, okay, I already like have so many bad experiences with men like lying or cheating or mm-hmm. being abusive or whatever. And so I already don't trust them, but then I don't trust them now not to die. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Which is like a weird, horrible new layer <laughs> yeah. in my life. Right? So it's like they have to be ve- like they would have to be very, very, very special to like yeah. even get in there, you know, like it's it's very strange. But people are also like, you know, when I when after he died, his name was Rich. After he died, maybe like almost a year later, I started to try to date. And it was so weird because people, you know, the questions that you get, it's like you can't avoid it. Like, yeah, you know, they, they they'd be like, you know, oh haha, we're we're both single and like, why are you single? And it's like, I mean <laughs> <laughs> my you partner, really want to know yeah <laughs> my partner yeah. literally died <laughs> he literally died and that's why I'm on this date with you so you can thank him yeah people would get very freaked out I got his um and uh, can you see it on here oh yeah I got his uh his like first first letter tattooed to my chest and his sister when I went to go get the tattoo she was like oh my God, you should not do that because your next boyfriend is going to be very upset by that. And I was like, if he is, like, he's not going to be my boyfriend like that. Yeah. That guy. It's part of like your experience as a human. So like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I've certainly dealt with um, lots of men who like, they do really pry, like, why are you single and what's happening? And what's your history? They want to know like your body count or some shit. And, you know, when I would tell them that, you know, I'm like essentially a widow or whatever, they would either like be super freaked out about it and like not want to see me anymore, or they would be so incredibly jealous. Simone of a dead man, like so jealous, (laughs) like, like one, one guy like didn't want to ever see my tattoo I don't even know why I let that guy stick around for a while, but he did. But yeah, the jealousy of your dead partner is like a thing. And like, I've been in like widows groups and stuff. And like, they talk about that a lot that like, it is actually an extra hurdle when dating after somebody's dead because they get jealous of that person. It's like, they don't want pictures of them up in their house and they don't want whatever. Like, it's very strange. That's so weird and so doesn't show empathy towards like another human being and their like life experience. I know. It seems very like animalistic to me, like territory kind of like weird lion thing or something or just 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 how men are, I guess, (laughs) generally. When I was preparing for this call, like I was sorting through my file folder of like weird online dating profiles. And there was this one where this guy was like, I'm not into this sharing my girlfriend thing. You are mine. I am yours, period. With a T, which is really weird because I'm like, okay, it's a (laughs) random white guy. But yeah. Uh, yeah. People are very, I mean, and it's like, okay, like if you don't want to do like polyamory or whatever, fine. But like to be to yeah. act like that. Yeah, it was just very aggressively monogamous. <laughs> oh my god, aggressively monogamous. That's like a category of men. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Oh my god. The you sent them to me, you emailed them to me, those few screenshots, and I looked at them and they're just fucking hilarious. I was thinking we could do something where we look at them one by one okay. and take turns <laughs> reading them out. So 
The first one is, we'll call him Bob, age 41. He says, I'm old and ugly. Let's be serious. It's not going to get better. Ha ha. Shoot me a text (laughs) before it gets worse. I have to say that, like... (laughs) I kind of like that. Like, I I, I think that's kind of funny. And the fact yeah. that he has that cute-ass dog next to him. I'm a little bit of a sucker for that. I would pass on Bob yeah. just because he's not my type. But I, I do give him some points. Yes, me too. For humor. I also saw one that I forgot to screenshot that said, I hope you like bad boys because I'm bad at everything. <laughs> I've seen that so many times. I feel like there's like, there's like a list that like, I I had like a collection for a while. It was like writing them down, like ones that I would see over and over and over again. And right. Like you do see the same things. Like, I don't know if there's like some kind of like online list of like dating profile bio prompts or whatever. Yeah. But there must be, or they're just looking at other men's profiles. I don't know what they're doing, but they're certainly sharing yeah, I feel yeah. like it's like a database of hearing some like kind of yeah. puns and stuff that will make you seem <laughs> like you have a sense of humor. Yeah. But they're also self-deprecating. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I've I've fallen for that a few times because I feel like humor is the number one thing for me. Okay, so this second guy, he doesn't have a name. I can't see it. It's blocked out. Or it's just like cut off. Um, he's like pretty cute. Yeah, his profile is like it's yeah. a nice picture of him. He's wearing a, a backwards baseball cap, which isn't really my vibe. Oh my god, I am such a sucker for a baseball cap for some reason. Baseball cap and a mustache. I'm like, I don't know why. Like it's so it's so weird. I'm like not <laughs> a sports person, but for some reason, yeah. Yeah. He he's smiling though, which I he doesn't look miserable. He looks He looks genuinely happy and like do you see this thing around his neck? That's like, I feel like that's like a super like mountain equipment co-op, like um, hiking pro thing. That's like water contraption. So he can drink yeah. water from both sides. Um, so he's like, obviously he's obviously like, um, you know, into the outdoors, like actually serious about it and like fit. And, you know, hopefully that affects his mental health in a good yeah. way. But then he says his greatest strength. Yeah. Is, I am handy and handsy. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm like, dude, why did you go there? That wasn't in the database. The database didn't tell you that that was a good thing to say. I think it did. <laughs> oh, it no. must have. Yeah, probably. I just can't imagine this. This guy's way too into hiking to be into like coming up with puns. That is true. Yeah. Unless he's coming up with puns while he's hiking, which is a possibility. Yes. And I, I think I've ordered them sort of so they get progressively <laughs> worse. But the next one says some guy, his name is Mike. Mike is on a boat, which is like another kind of trope yeah. for and, West Coast guys. Yes. If you don't have a fish, you're on a boat. He's got a fish on that boat somewhere, though. But he also has a an arm sleeve. Oh, yeah. And I don't know about you, but I feel weird about sleeves. Like, I feel like men like that was in my list in my TikTok. Like, if you have like a a sleeve that's like obviously fresh and like you're it just feels insincere to me, almost like they're trying to make themselves look harder or tougher 
than they actually are like cooler like a bad boy or something yeah. like and they're not they're just like a basic guy from like Abbotsford you know what I mean like yes yeah I didn't tap into that so much but like the tattoos they don't really I really like I don't have any tattoos myself but yeah. I really like them on other people but these ones just seem like not my kind of tattoos like they say more like I'm trying to be a wannabe hell's angel versus I'm a cool like artsy person who's been through some stuff and is like tattooed myself based on experience. It's just like, I'm getting all this shit like on my body right now. <laughs> yes. It's like literally like a, a jacket that they're wearing or something like, have you seen those memes that like make so much fun of Adam <laughs> Levine from uh, yeah. what's the band called Matchbox 20? No. Oh my God. It's not Matchbox 20. Number one five. Yeah. And he clearly has all these tattoos that like, I don't know. They just like, they don't make sense with him. And I know tattoos are like, they're different these days. It's not like, it's not just like alternative people that get them anymore, you know, but it's like, it still just yeah. looks weird and jarring to me when I see them. <laughs> yeah. It almost looks like he's wearing like one of those thin net shirts that have that are like a, a nude illusion and then has tattoos over top on one side of his body oh my god that's hilarious yes that's exactly what he looks like and he has absolutely no tattoos on the other arm it's just one full arm of grayish greenish goop and the other side is like white and that's it and like he on the tattoo arm and like like facing the camera so clearly like right in the center of the the photo is like what I think is a fancy watch I'm not a watch person so I don't like I don't know if it's fancy but it looks fancy and like yeah. is he trying to be impressive with that uh, my theory is if he is wearing one of those nude illusion shirts he's wearing the watch to to hide the hemline <laughs> that's possible or the watch is an illusion and that's part of the shirt too <laughs> He's really gone all in. Oh my God. Yeah. So he says the prompt is dating me is like dot 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 drinking tap water in Mexico. You really like taking chances. Oh boy. I, I feel like he's like, he's <laughs> just like outing himself there. Like, I know he's like probably trying to be funny, but like, you are taking a huge chance dating Mike. Like, he's gonna probably be shitty like I'm sorry I hate to like judge people like that but you know it's a dating app it's a free-for-all yeah and also I have gotten very violent yeah. food poisoning in Mexico and as soon as I read that I'm like automatically <laughs> like transported to like lying on a hotel bathroom floor like wanting to just stop throwing up oh my god yes Ugh. the other thing about it is like that's the best thing he could come up with. He didn't even he didn't even bother yeah. consulting the database. He was like, I, I got this. And this <laughs> is what he came up with. Well, I'm glad he outed himself as being terrible. Oh, wait, no, there's another one from Mike. This is also from his profile. Well, that's Mike, too. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you read this one. Okay, so his greatest strength is knowing a gold digger when he meets one. That like says everything you need to know about Mike. Like, like I these guys that are like, there's so many men that are like obsessed with this idea that like the biggest danger to them 
is like a gold digger. Like we're like worried about getting raped and murdered. And they're like, yes. is she a gold digger? And it's like, dude, you don't even have any gold. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Yes. It's always like guys who are making like, like 45 K a year. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like he's on, he's clearly on like his ex-girlfriend's parents boat here, you know? And like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Where is he? Oh, he's in an airport in this picture. So that underneath the gold digger um, uh, prompt is my life behind the scenes. And it's him at an airport. <laughs> he's like waiting for like a Southwest flight. <laughs> Just up to like golden BC. Yeah. I don't understand the gold digger thing either. It's just ridiculous. And I even have a friend who, he is a hedge fund manager and makes like an insane amount of money. And he asked me for dating advice. And I said, he's like, Oh, I, I want a girl who likes me for me, like not just my money. And I'm like, maybe you should just lean into it. Like, And like, also like, what's wrong with that? Like, don't you want to like share things with your partner? And like, yeah, it, it's kind of sad in a way that like these men are so insecure that like, they could she couldn't possibly like him for anything else you know like he's just always worried that it's about his money but like sad but also offensive <laughs> this thing is with these guys like mike here like they post pictures of themselves in like rented boats and like sports cars that they don't really own but they're like but don't try and take my money and it's like a, an actual rich person wouldn't go there because they're not worried about people taking their money because they have the money even though this is all like taken off, um, it looks like Hinge. Yeah, it's Hinge. And I like, I Hinge is the only one I actually kind of like because like it forces, like you said with Tinder earlier, like men don't write bios, right? But like yeah. Hinge forces you to put, you have to have like five photos or something. And though I do all like all the time was seeing men like just put the same exact picture over and over and over again which is so crazy and so lazy. Like, my God. <laughs> Here's one that is from Tinder or no, sorry, Facebook dating. And it's totally unprompted. Okay. So this is a guy we'll call him Mitch. He's 49. Kind of looks a bit like a potential used car salesman. He's wearing a gray blazer with a black shirt underneath. He's not terrible looking. If I just saw the picture... He looks like he could be really nice. Yeah. So that's why the, the actual like write up <laughs> below it is kind of jarring. So Mitch says, not vax, totally against it. And this corrupt government and restrictions. If you're two times vax boosted, wear masks and like restrictions. <laughs> we are literally enemies. You will need to be awake or so you need to be awake on what's happening in this world or at least be open to learn or it's a deal breaker. Real men are a dying breed. I'm a proud dad of a 19-year-old daughter who lives with me, looking for a long-term relationship. I'm an entrepreneur. I can cook. Yeah. I believe in freedom, God, and I know how to treat a lady. Holy shit. He just like, <laughs> it was just like a brain dump for him here. He really just went, he went completely wild on this. And I like how he's jumping around from like real like rage to like, I'm a proud dad of a 19-year-old daughter. Like, <laughs> is he still mad at that? Like, I just don't know. I feel like Mitch took us on a journey in that profile. 
he, yes, it was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> and I always find it so interesting that men who are like aggressively misogynist or aggressively conservative or just aggressive, they're always like, I'm a real man. I'm a dad. I care about women because I'm a dad. And the only way that I can possibly have empathy for women is once I had a daughter. And then I was like, oh my God, women are real. They're real people. Like, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I really want to know how he, like, he knows how to treat a lady. Like, what does that mean? I think that he thinks it means like 1950s, kind of like opening the car door for you or something. Like, yeah. He he definitely doesn't he definitely doesn't believe in like equal rights, but he will pull out a chair for you. Yes. Have you ever been on a date where somebody did that? Like was the most chivalrous person in the world, like open doors and opened your car door, like actually got out of the driver's seat to come around to the passenger door? Yes. Once because the guy was serious and once because he did a different guy did it kind of as a joke. Oh, I like that. That's funny. There was a guy I dated who did that like he pulled out the chair he's like i i know how to treat a woman and he was also like really aggressively into crossfit he also had it's like i'm a proud dad (laughs) of a 16 year old but i'm also going to treat you like crap (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i find that like men like they're they're either like i just see this a lot where they're like chivalry is dead and so it's like they won't they like they're, they're so confused about like what women are asking for that they're like, okay, well then I can't open doors anymore. And I can't do this. Like I can't do any kind of chivalrous gesture at all, but it's like, what were you originally doing that for? You know, like I open doors for people and like the point of opening yeah. doors for people is not because they're like a weak woman whose arms are too you know, weak to open her own damn door. It's like, because you're just being a nice person. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I open doors for people of all genders because I don't want to be a dick. Yeah, and it's just nice, right? When people, when somebody holds a door for me, it's like so nice and I do it all the time. But man, when somebody doesn't thank me, I like will literally like be so mad at them. (laughs) I'm like, how dare you not thank me? I went way out of my way. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, oh, here we go. Another tattoo boy. I can't read. I can't read what his tattoo says. He's got his name's Ryan, Ryan and he's 42. Um, and he, he's got a tattoo across his chest that I think is maybe somebody's name. Oh, it says something versus something. Is It's not good versus evil, is it? Honestly, it's like probably two wrestlers. <laughs> or like... <laughs> Coke versus Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Can't really like, you can't see his face at all. It's cut, cut off. He has a beard and he's, and he is notably shirtless. I guess that was implied that we could see his tattoo, but so he, he likes his chest. We know that to start off. Okay. So Ryan says, I have my shit together. You should too. Do not match me. If you have a Marilyn Monroe piercing. (laughs) I didn't read this one earlier. This is my first time reading it. Do not <laughs> do not match me if it like that's the first thing. Marilyn Monroe piercing. My God. Okay. <laughs> do not match me if it literally don't make sense. Stop guessing. Shrug emoji. 
I'm not from this area. I'm from 3,000 miles away. So a lot of stuff is weird to me out here. All I do is work and stay out of the way. A confident woman is a plus, but with like 10 T's, (laughs) have some type of class. Anger management class, question mark. Driving class, question mark. Cooking class, laughing face. Some class, sideways smile or sideways laughing face. And his job is his job is listed as drive and ambition. That's his job. Holy God! Okay, Ryan has some trauma. Yeah, he's clearly been had his heart broken by girls with Marilyn Monroe piercings. Oh my God, that is so funny. That's like saying, "Don't date me if your name is like." John Wilson Smith or something like uh, your ex-boyfriend's name (laughs) just so specific (laughs) and and you need to have some type of class anger management class driving like I think he's trying to make a joke yeah I actually kind of thought that was funny but also like (laughs) anger management class it tells me he's dated some pretty angry women with facial piercings I can picture I can picture the women yeah, that he's dated, especially that he's trying to bait them with this shirtless bad boy photo. Yeah. And also, do not match me if it literally <laughs> don't make sense. Stop guessing. I'm like, the whole point of dating apps is to guess because you literally don't know what these people are like <laughs> yeah. in real life. I like that he's like, he's an alien. Like he's from 3000 miles away. So a lot of stuff is weird, to, weird to me. Like, where, like, it's not that different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping he's like from 3,000 miles away on Earth and not like 3,000 miles away in the air. I just took a sip of my water when you said that. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, where are you? Like, what's 3,000 miles from here? Like, Texas? Uh, maybe New Jersey? I don't know. Oh, boy. I mean, good luck to you, Ryan. Good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope he finds what he's looking for. <laughs> she better not have that tattoo. I mean, that piercing. She better not have that piercing. He like meets his dream woman, and then she like turns her f- side of her face. It's like, <laughs> like, no! <laughs> oh my god! So the next one is someone we'll call Jay. He is forty-eight. He has done something a little different. He's graced us with a poem on his profile he has a bunch of youtube links right at the beginning of his profile which is (laughs) also like says something i'm not sure what but like as you read it i'm gonna find out because i'm gonna take a screenshot (laughs) and then you can you can like copy and and paste from bit from photos now okay okay go ahead so it's called submergence i want to taste your lips to feel your perfectly flawed love Deep within my excavated heart, I wait to hear flawlessly imperfect words fall from your mouth upon my chest to feel them dig to the core of my being. I wait to inhale sweet scents to feel silk on silk and perfectly flawed love at my fingertips. I wait to see your beauty. You're t- with touch and feeling the flawlessly imperfect love. Hi, I wait for you. <laughs> oh, oh. And like, hi, 
<laughs> against me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I figured out what the YouTube links are. One of them is unavailable. <laughs> and the other, <laughs> the other one is the link to his own <laughs> YouTube page that has a bunch of videos with his poems. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be something like super creepy or like links to like a white guy reggae band or something. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, it looks like it's like <laughs> videos of actually I'm seeing it now. Oh my God. And it's music videos. <gasps> oh, oh no. Oh no. You've, you've just sent me the link. <laughs> it's sad because like I, <laughs> It's like, I like that he's being creative, right? And I like that he's like expressing himself. Yeah. It's just that I hate to be this bitter, but like, and I was just going to say, I hate to be this jaded. And that's his name. His name's Jade. So this is very appropriate, but I feel like this yes. type of like poetry is so insincere and like I am a hundred percent gonna bring it back to not Matchbox Twenty. What the hell are they called again? Maroon Five. Yes. So I'm a hundred percent gonna bring it back to Maroon Five because those type of and like um your body is a wonderland, like that guy. Yeah. Yeah, those type of like songwriters, you know, I feel like it's so insincere the the lyrics that they write or they have written for them, you know, like they're just playing a part to try to fuck as many women as possible you know what I mean like this this is like trickery to me like yes. I'm like mm, really I don't know that poem could literally be about anyone so what is the point is he yeah. trying to do that to all women some women <laughs> exactly like yeah yes yeah. It it's is. very very Adam <laughs> Levine have you ever been on a date where somebody like sang to you I've been on a date where someone tried to rap for me. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we were in a Vietnamese restaurant. I was like, what do you like to do as a hobby? He's like, oh, I, sometimes I make up raps. I'm like, okay. And he's like, here, I'll start. I'll show you one before I could say no. And he's just like, motherfucker this, motherfucker that. And <laughs> it was a small restaurant. <laughs> People just sort of like turn. I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? Oh, that's horrifying. That is horrifying. I did have a guy, he didn't sing it to me, but he wrote me a song and I had to listen to it. And it was so horrible. But you have to be like, oh, I love it. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, this, that's, this, that's the vibe I'm getting off this guy is that he's a guy who will poetry slam this at you at a restaurant. Yeah, like in between like the spring rolls and the main yeah. course, he'll whip out yeah. a cordless microphone and be like, <laughs> your imperfect love is perfect for my imperfect tongue. The flawlessly imperfect love. Hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> he's like, please go home with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh this poor guy i feel bad but i mean he's trying and let's i'm gonna give him that like he's trying jay jade yeah you know he, he could be a totally nice guy he's just 
Yeah, this I I also like take issue when people like drop links to other things in dating profiles. Really, for me that just seems it just seems it's it's illuminating, but it's always like check out my band, and it's like oh man, like like some kind of self promotional thing. Yeah, it's weird to see these ones, these screenshots. This is Facebook dating. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never used Facebook dating. And I like that I'm like at the bottom of the second screenshot, I'm seeing two mutual friends and then like a couple of names. And yeah. I kind of like that. That's that's kind of safer, I feel like, right? If you at least like know a couple of people that know them, you know, you're not really just going in completely blind. Yeah. And you can ask them, is this guy spouting poetry like is he actually a decent guy or yeah is he just some random person you're friends with because you met him like at a company picnic eight years ago yeah exactly Exactly. I like that I saw a thing I don't know if it's just in the states now or if it's even happening but tinder I think it's tinder is allowing um reviews So you can review, yeah, it's not Tinder. I think it might be its own whole separate thing where like a whole separate app where you can review people once you've gone on dates with them, like give them a star rating (laughs) and actually write a review, which is like, if people seem to be horrified by the idea of that, but like, I mean, and when I say people, I mean men because they know that they're going to get bad ratings. Right. But, but like for, for women, like, it's just a, like a safety thing, right? Like it's yeah. like a huge safety feature. Like I would love to read a review that says like, oh, Todd was like a lovely man. He was polite. He showed up on time. Um, he asked me lots of questions about myself. That just reminded me. I saw this meme earlier today that was like, um, it said, man who thinks you're mysterious has never asked you a single question. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's so funny because it's so accurate like how many dates have you been on where like they don't ask you a single thing and like have no shame about not even having a back and forth conversation yeah I've been on a couple like monologue dates yeah it's just it's (laughs) like you get this like weird one-man show where I know. Oh my God. Me too. Me too. And one, one time when one of them was, he actually apologized to me after. And he said that he did that because he was nervous. And I was like, okay, like that's really endearing. That's sweet. Yeah, I can understand that. But like you, you know, you can tell when somebody is just being, you know, full of themselves. Yeah. Like the, the guy I mentioned who was like really into CrossFit we, I think it was like our third or fourth date. I can't believe we went on that many, but he <laughs> sat down and I think he talked nonstop for like 43 minutes. It was like, wow. he was like mad about his job and his coworkers <laughs> sucked. And, you know, he's making gains, hashtag gains at the CrossFit gym and oh. all this stuff. And then I was just like sitting there and he's like, oh, you're really quiet tonight. <laughs> like You've literally not stopped talking. how am I supposed to get in here? Like, it's like, it's like a war games trying to fucking talk to him. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds terrible. Um, Okay. Should we move on to the next one? Yeah. I think we need to talk about Brian. Yes. Brian is very cute. Yeah. 
He is 35. He's looking for a long-term relationship. His job is just listed as get money. Yeah. His picture, this is what I'm talking about when I mentioned earlier, the like mean mug pictures where you like, they don't smile and they just look fucking miserable. I, it's funny because like, I wish I'd screenshot more of Brian's photos because he did have a few where he was smiling and he looked like a totally okay. different person. Okay, okay. The photo below. The main photo. Yeah, it looks like something that would get pinned up at a bar being like, do not let this man inside. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or like, this man's been banned from a Wendy's. Like, do not, do not admit. <laughs> It would be great if what they actually put up were like very smiley photos of people. <laughs> people who are trying to cash like um, <laughs> fake checks and stuff. <laughs> okay, Brian, 35. Yes. So this is what he says. If you are accustomed to dealing with wreck men's scrubs, I'm not going to be the man for you. If you are insecure, still trying to heal from your last relationship, I'm not the guy. And then three, like, really laughing emojis, like the tears coming out of its eyes. I'm looking, which seems inappropriate. I'm looking for a strong woman. Matter of fact, I need me a wife. And then the, the heart eyes. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, Brian is coming from the right place. But I'm really confused about what reek men's scrubs are. If you are accustomed to dealing with reek men's scrubs, maybe he means like... Like weak scrubs? Yeah, weak. 100% he means weak. If you're accustomed to dealing with weak men's scrubs, I'm not the man for you. So he's better than... If you're insecure and trying to heal from your last relationship, he's not the guy. So he has no patience and he expects you to be perfect. <laughs> yeah and he, he he's looking for a strong woman because he's gonna put you through the motions <laughs> absolutely yeah like you'll need mental and emotional strength to get through beating him <laughs> oh my god and he has kids so you get like a full family yeah and uh you're gonna be put to work clearly <laughs> yeah and and he's looking to like wife you up like right away absolutely if you meet all of his criteria <laughs> yeah yeah and his kids like you <laughs> i i'm i'm gonna swipe left on brian are you swiping right uh no i'm swiping left because it seems like I one of the things that's like always a red flag for me is like people who like start off their profile with a negative, like I'm not looking for any <laughs> users, boozers or gold diggers. And it's like, do not date me if and it's like, wow, you're already coming up with reasons for me not to date you. I, I get why people do that because it's like dating apps are so exhausting. And it's like, it's almost like you kind of want to settle eventually for like even a shitty person because you're like, fuck, I don't want to do, it's like getting a new therapist or something. you like, don't want to start from the beginning again. <laughs> so you're like, I may as well just stick it out. Cause I've already gone through the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll read. This is our last sort of like full one to read. Um, this is from PJ. He is nearby. He is wearing, it looks like, the photo has been like filtered and filtered and filtered and filtered. Yeah. And it's already in the bright, bright sun. 
he's a dark shell of a human in a pale white mist next to a motorcycle oh i thought that was driftwood but you're right so he says been single for a few years therefore i feel that i'm no longer damaged goods i'm not vaccinated Due to this fact, I feel like I'll probably be single for years to come. I love nature and being out in her splendor. Just looking for a pure-blooded sweetheart to play in the sunshine with. Oh my god, pure-blooded. Pure-blooded, that is... And even like you you emphasized in one of the earlier ones, the word freedom. Just like what like these these new terms that they use to like mean something else yes i hate that okay pj i thought pure blooded i didn't catch that i thought it said initially like pure hearted i'm like oh no he means unvaccinated yeah it's it's such a weird like breeder term you know like their children will not have the, the vaccine in their blood or something like it's it's like frightening pj it's it's sad that he starts off with been single for a few years therefore i feel that i'm no longer damaged goods like he thought he was damaged goods at some point i know it's so strange how like vaccination has become such a part of dating apps like to the point where like hinge and i think bumble has like a, an actual like uh like when the questionnaire that you have to fill out one of the things is like are you vaccinated and it shows up on your profile like are you a smoker are you vaccinated you know like it's, yeah it's so strange and it like really i would 100% see this and be like no absolutely not because i feel like if you're against being vaccinated there's probably like a lot going on with you that's like <laughs> you know <laughs> It's like the tip of the iceberg. It's literally the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And there's just so much crap like underneath that where it's like unvaccinated to like QAnon pipeline. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I feel like when I was a teenager, it was like I could tell that somebody was cool or like a musician or a drummer or something if they were wearing Converse. Yeah. You know, like these markers are markers of like what the person is going to be like. And like, you can't really do that with clothes anymore. But like saying you're unvaccinated says so much more than you're unvaccinated. And also, I find it interesting that often the people who say they're unvaccinated are also like covered in questionable tattoos. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you can't tell me that it's about what you put in your body. And also like the one friendship I had to end because of that. Is like the same person that I at one point did cocaine with on a beach in Jamaica. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's just like this weird thing that people use to like separate. There's like two types of people, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated now. Like what? Oh my God. And it is dying down a little bit, but like there are definitely still these people who are going to die on this hill. I have a Twitter account that I use like to kind of communicate with people and after I publish articles and like promote my work and this woman wrote back, the article was about how to like stay connected with your partner. And one of the suggestions was around like plan time to be intimate and, you know, create like a relaxing environment, all this stuff. And she wrote back and she's like, my husband and I, like we have sex every night and this is never an issue for us, <laughs> but like good article. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. And so I... <laughs> 
I like went to her profile and it was all like anti-vax, oh um, Trump won by a landslide, like all this stuff. And I'm like, there's like this weird crossover of like conservative values and sort of hypersexuality through a male lens. A hundred percent. And I feel like too, there's a, there's a real link now between like hippies and like spiritual people and right wingers, right? Like there's, because yes. they're already like thinking differently I'm quoting than than the status quo you know and so like they are so much more willing to suspend disbelief and sign on to these bizarre conspiracy sorts of things right like yeah there's just the line has so blurred between those two populations now that it's kind of frightening yeah there's actually a really interesting podcast episode I don't know if you listen to the show maintenance phase yeah Yeah, they do one about like the wellness to QAnon pipeline. It's such a weird link. I really, I'm going to listen to that episode because it's frightening. And like, I almost appreciate people like PJ who like say it out loud and you don't like find out about it later, you know, like he's just literally just putting it all out there. So you know what you're going to get, right? Which yeah, I got to give him, you know, credit for that. Yeah, and the people who are still talking about vaccination are talking about it like in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know because they like you said that person, we have sex every day. They're the angriest people. Yeah. They're like just rageaholics, all of them like so mad. Like what are you mad about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one more that we need to address. Um, wow. wow. <laughs> it's Nathan. He is 27. He's five kilometers away. He is wearing, would you call that like a knight's? Yeah, it's like a, like a Renaissance knight helmet. Yeah, because, you know, it's always good to wear facial obscuring headgear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely on an online dating app. (laughs) (laughs) So it says, okay, so it says Nathan is 27 and his job is that his job is listed as bouncers around the world incorporated. Sure. And he says, super fun. (laughs) (laughs) Exclamation point. Usually caring and thoughtful. Usually being the operative word there, I think. (laughs) I come off as an asshole at first, but I'm actually apparently a really great guy. And then in brackets, so I'm told. And that's literally <laughs> the end of the bio. <laughs> that is it. That is a bizarre one. Mm-hmm. I, li- I love that it starts off with super fun. And then how much of an asshole he, he yeah, thinks he is. I actually do not have self-awareness or empathy. <laughs> But people tell me I'm apparently actually a really great guy. <laughs> so, so I've been told. <laughs> Again, it's like sad because he clearly has low self-esteem, which I feel like so many men do. Usually caring and thoughtful. I, the thing is, I can't tell like the, the, if you can believe it, the armor hat is throwing me off. And... <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if he's like if he's like a gamer dork or if he's like 
an agro steroid gym guy. So if I remember correctly, it wasn't agro. It was more skewing to the dork. Okay. I think there were some other costumes. Oh, okay. So he's a, what are they called? A role player, maybe? Like a Renaissance fair dork? Yeah, it was just very <laughs> weird. I couldn't really get a read on him, but I was like, okay, you're wearing some kind of Halloween costume in every single photo. I really wish I could see the rest of the costumes because this, the like sick person in me, like sees this photo and is a little bit like, ooh, like he's a little bit hot. He's not unattractive. And then the helmet is like, <laughs> <laughs> even like, I'm so sick that like, even the helmet is like, I get intellectually that it's like weird, but in my head, I'm a little bit like, this guy could be very hot <laughs> in like a very yeah. gross way. And <laughs> I like, wouldn't be that opposed to meeting this guy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm humiliated and ashamed to even say that out loud but I'm trying to be yeah. honest here <laughs> I mean when I was like heavily into the apps I went on a date with a guy who I could barely see what he looked like he was just wearing a scuba suit so I <laughs> just felt like rolling the dice you know what I mean yeah but I think the thing with Nathan here is those eyes are very scary <laughs> he literally looks like the mug shot of a school shooter yeah that's yeah. what I see. Or not not the mugshot because they usually kill them. This is the photo that they show yeah. on the news to say this is the kid that did it and is dead now. <laughs> and then they're like, he was he seemed well adjusted. Then it's like a picture of him in a in a helmet. <laughs> yeah, and then a picture of him with all these swords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His sword and gun collection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's the vibe precisely weirdly you know intrigued by him but i feel like i would just make a counseling appointment and swipe left i think that's the right choice we end each episode with a game of fuck mary kill or if you're a pacifist fuck mary banish i kind of want to do fuck mary kill with some of these guys oh shit okay <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay so how does it work do i just pick a fuck a marry and a kill there's so many of them we could play it that way yeah i'll start so i would i would kill mike <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy who says drinking tap water in mexico is like dating him and knowing a good knowing a gold digger when i meet one that's the same guy. yeah he yeah He's basically saying he's a constant human version of like streaming diarrhea. So <laughs> he is gone. I would probably either uh, fuck the Marilyn Monroe piercing guy. Oh boy. Let me pull him up again. The Marilyn. But you can't see him. No, but he was pretty cute. Okay. Okay. Or the guy who wanted us to stay away from reek men's scrubs because he was cute i would marry i'm handy and handsy guy because he is handy he's smiling and doesn't look like a serial killer and could probably fix stuff around the house the bar yeah. is low 
And he has cool backpacking gear, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm really on the same page as you. Like, I think fuck Brian too, because he is cute. And I think he means well. He's, yeah. um, you know, the the reek or weak men scrubs. Like he he's cute and he's, but you don't really want to hang out with him for more than a night, really, probably, right? Yeah. So I'm on board with him to fuck. <laughs> and then to marry, 100% agree with you, the, the hiker. Yeah. I don't know what his name is, but <laughs> <laughs> he's cute and he's trying, he's trying really hard to make a joke. And that is a good thing. Yeah. I'm handy and handsy. Like, okay, it's lame, but like, whatever. As long as his handsiness extends only to like people who've given consent. Exactly. Like, I don't want him to be go- just to, to be like a sexual predator. <laughs> that will definitely be something that needs to be discussed before the ceremony. I'm, I think I'm going to go with Banish because I, I can't yeah. kill any of these guys because I just feel bad for them. It's okay. We can send them to Man Island, an island for men who've been rejected and they've been sent there to sort themselves out. Yeah, they just like need to be taken out of society. <laughs> as nice as Mitchell looks, the, the guy, you know, he's cute. He's got a nice smile, whatever. But then he goes off about being not vaxxed. Yeah. All the things, if you're two times vaxxed, boosted, wear masks. <laughs> but then he's also the proud dad of a 19-year-old daughter and he knows how to treat a lady. This guy, I think, needs to be taken out of the population sent to Man Island because he's not doing anyone any good here except for his daughter, though. Uh-oh. Yeah. His daughter needs him. I can't banish him. I'm going with Mike. I'm going with Mike. The tap water in Mexico <laughs> and the gold digger. I'm going to banish him because he doesn't have any dependents. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like he needs to be rehabilitated. He does. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's currently, as it stands, is contributing nothing to society <laughs> by calling out gold diggers. That's really what did it for me. And comparing himself to I think I should do a fourth category in these where like, which of these people do you think needs the most therapy? <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Yeah, I feel like that answer is Mike. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I don't know, Mitchell. I feel like Mitchell needs a lot of therapy because he's got a deal. He's got his 19 year old daughter. He needs to be a good influence for. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Another category, another category you should add is would you set which one of these guys would you set up with a friend like you have to pawn them off on somebody i feel like it's the categories could be endless yeah i i think i would set up because i know my friend's tastes i i feel like the hiker once again is probably the safest bet yeah me too he's he seems like he won't kill you um Although, unless that's what he means by handsy, like he'll strangle you. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think so. I think this guy, like, this guy takes the trophy for the whole thing. We don't even know his name, so we can't even give him credit. But um, the Mountain Equipment Co-op hiker extraordinaire. He's hydrated. He's hydrated. He's healthy 
seemingly. Um, <laughs> and he, we have very little information to go on, but he doesn't have scary eyes like a school shooter. And his yeah. smile looks pretty, you know, like he really tried hard to put that smile on. It was painful for him. <laughs> he's a depressed hiker and and i like that yeah he's, a, he's, de- he's depressed but he's trying to do something about it right yeah because there's nothing wrong with being really sad um yeah we're all sad in our own way but exactly it's uh it's what you do to try and feel better a hundred percent i feel like that's yeah. what i'm looking for it's like somebody who's a good amount of sad a good amount of funny and like has the motivation to want to go out and do things outside yeah. and projects and things like creative projects. Yeah. That's, that's like what I'm looking for. And they have to be like, they have the exact same sense of humor as Conan. <laughs> I and think maybe that... look, maybe they have to look like Dan Connor from Roseanne as well. I love that. <laughs> it's a Frankenstein man. Yeah. But I'm going to, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. And I know this podcast is called We're Never Doing This Again, but I honestly hope that we get to talk some more in the future. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And if uh, people want to find you online, like where is the best place to go? I'm on TikTok at Sorry I Brought It Up, but then I also have an Etsy page and it's just yeah. Sorry I Brought It Up which is where all my stuff, like cards, like they're printable cards and they're weird cards. They're not lame greeting cards, clothing and all tote bags. The fucking sells tote bag is there, all that stuff. I think I'm going to share that on Instagram so that people, more people buy it. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Simone Paget, and thank you for tuning in to We're Never Doing This Again. You can find me online at Simone underscore Paget on both Twitter and Instagram, and follow the show at Never Again Pod on all platforms. Don't forget to subscribe and support the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts.